0: You are now tuned in to believe. Do you believe?
1: What's up, everybody, and welcome. Thank you for tapping into some untapped keg, episode five zero. Woo! We did it. Full year, one week, every week posting some podcasts. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, R.J. Zimmerman, here with my brother-in-law Monte Ball. How's it feel? How's it feel, uh, big guy? Big five zero. I tell you
0: what, man, it, it is exciting when when. When you uh, shared that the other day, I I didn't even really realize it. Um, just because twenty twenty went by kind of fast. Um, it's been a year already. That's pretty that's pretty that's pretty crazy, man. It's pretty crazy. I'm glad that we're 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 doing this, man. I'm glad that we're doing this. But all is well on my end. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Um last night was a lot of fun. Anybody who didn't check it out, we streamed week two of the fan control football league. we did week two. It was It was a lot of fun. We had Nick from Nebrace Radio on. He brought a lot of fun, a lot of fun energy, like a lot of knowledge too. Um, Like Mm -hmm. that dude has tapped into a lot of football stuff that I am not. (laughs) Um, You know, he had a lot of really good ideas too about getting players that are really good, but the the product is a good product and he enjoyed it. It was the first time he watched it. Um, Yeah, I, I, I had a lot of fun last night. And then we played some Rocket League with him and uh gab from the community how's it going man thanks for playing last night it was a lot of fun um got some sleep but yeah that was a lot of fun got done it took me a little bit to fall asleep because i was so jacked up it was a really good time (laughs) it was it
0: was it was different but it was awesome though it it, i i'll tell you what i didn't expect for us to did not expect for us to stream for that long uh, what,
1: was, I didn't either five hours total. I think it yeah. was 5 hours total not expecting that at all I can tell you what my wife is not happy that I'm down here streaming again <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean started at 7 to stream the first FCF game and then obviously we had to stream the next one which they're both about
1: they both were about an hour and a half but now I, honestly I think the second game was a little bit shorter it was like an hour ten. And what they want to shoot for is an hour every game. They're getting closer to it. It was a lot more smooth. There was a couple hiccups, but it was a lot more smooth than it was the first week. So they're learning. They're, and they're moving. They're showing they're adaptable. They're moving with, you know, it was one week. And instead of both games being like an hour and a half long, I think they're both just under uh, an hour and a half. So, right.
0: Yeah, so didn't even expect to go that long. We, we, so we streamed both of those games, uh, you know, obviously, you know, uh, picking plays. Had Nick on from Kneebrace Radio, and then we said, "Screw it, let's go ahead and just start streaming some Rocket League too." And we and played some Rocket League, so it was fun. It was, but yeah, I'm gonna, we're gonna do more of that. That's for sure.
1: It was complete chaos playing four v four Rocket League. Like you're like, oh, I'm gonna hit this ball. Oh wait, where did he come it's from, ridiculous. or they come from? Where did they come from? It's like, oh my goodness. But yeah, it was ridiculous. a lot of fun. A lot of fun. We made it, it episode was. fifty. Here's my question to you, sir. So this has been about a year since we started recording. It's a little bit further than a year since we started posting. Okay. Um, we missed two episodes because of me being down in Iowa working, and we weren't really set up for the uh, to kind of figure out how to do that when one of us was gone yet. Right, right. What has been your highlight of the year of starting Untapped Keg?
0: What has been my highlight of the year? Wait, wait. Yes. You're asking since been...
1: since starting Untapped Keg. What has been your highlight about one Untapped Keg?
0: Mm. So, are you asking for a specific episode, or are you just no, asking no in general? How like,
1: general? In general, like oh, what have your yeah, highlights yeah. been?
0: Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, speaking in you know generally here, I think just uh, you know our honesty our honesty here on the podcast, I think it's it's been actually um it's been a, in a sense it's it's felt good. It's felt really good because you know it seems like now on social media you're just getting a bunch of just people just shouting at each other, um, I'm Democrat, I'm Republican, I'm independent, um just all the above. And and it just it's just awesome to have now a medium where, you know, we just don't care about your political affiliation. Where we just chat, we just hang out, talk about life, talk about stressors, talk about you know ways that we're improving ourselves, and um, actually laying out action items too as to how we we went about improving ourselves, and, and just again, just speaking candidly from the heart is something that is just really refreshing nowadays. So that's that's really been the highlight of it, man. And and I'm and it's awesome that we we stuck around and been doing it for a year uh, to really just. You know, for two reasons, showing people that we're really committed to this, that we really are walking the walk with everything that we're speaking about. And then two, well, it's just it's just awesome and obviously grow, you know, you know, with my brother in law, obviously understand more about you. You understand more about me. So it's just been just a really refreshing experience. How about yourself?
1: Being able. I mean, the the one thing that I wanted to be. Um, when we started this, was vulnerable. I wanted to be truthful. I didn't just want to talk to people like I'm some really smart philosopher guy. Like this is just stuff that I've noticed about myself. Maybe it'll help you. Um, Things that I've noticed about maybe society or that have been weighing on me. Um, Everyone's been really receptive to it. I really hope that I don't seem like I'm too preachy a lot. I know I can get that way because I feel very um it's very uh, what's the word i'm looking for uh i get i have very strong opinions sometimes and when i have strong opinions i can get preachy and when i feel a certain way i feel like righteous i feel righteous sometimes about stuff so um yeah i think that also just being able to talk through my emotions and starting to start to uh Name them and see where they come from. Helped, helped me out a lot. So I hope that's helped out the community. I really like that we've started to grow a community. What's up, mm-hmm. Nick? I see you there. Kneebrace radio hit 70 episodes yesterday. Congratulations. Congrats, congrats, congrats. Round congrats. of applause. That is fantastic. That's awesome. That's not, that's something that we've been really promoting a lot has been celebrating. It doesn't matter what milestone when there's something to celebrate. Don't feel guilty. Celebrate. It's worth right. it. You deserve it. You should be proud because this year was not easy for anybody. I'm really glad that we have this podcast because it's made it uh, this year a little bit easier. It's made something for me to look forward to. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's
0: a good point. That's probably why it went so fast. Right. Seems like because, you know, every week we had at least something to look forward to. That's just providing a different topic, a new topic, providing... uh more insight, you know, about our character, about our journey. And it's just been, it's been, it's been one heck of a, you know, journey too. And, 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 it's awesome. I think, I think you really touched on the two building that community. That's a really cool part about it. And I think, I think honestly, last night was, was, uh, was, was, it was a very, very fun experience. Uh, very, very fun experience. Uh, and we're looking forward to doing more of that.
1: We're Me, I'm gonna have to get better at when things start going wrong, figuring it out quicker. Because, man, that was uh, but (laughs) this the past three days have really showed that when things go wrong with uh, Twitch, with OBS, with a lot of the stuff that's behind the scenes here, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, most of the stuff I set up, I set up based on YouTube videos. So, when things go wrong, I don't necessarily remember how I did it the first time. So trying to figure out those buttons that I pushed, uh, Discord, like trying to figure out Discord, uh, we still we haven't really played around with it a lot, and it's still kind of uh, it's different to say the least. So yeah,
0: no, man, I think you did a, did a fine job. Um,
1: I a appreciate job. that,
0: and, and and again, we're growing, we're learning. And it's just one of those things where we, we, we came into this not telling people, excuse me, we came into this telling people they were not any experts at this. We didn't go to any sort of producing or what have you school to learn how to edit videos and all that crap. We're just learning as we go, which I think is a great um, reflection in the sense of of or symbolism in a way about our life. You know, we're just learning as we go. That's just what it is. That's, just learning that's so
1: true. That's so true. <laughs>
0: just learning as we go. And there's going to be mistakes. And uh, we just hope that people bear with us during our mistakes. Um, and don't judge us because we're not sitting here acting like we're the best at this. Just growing. Just growing and learning. And that's just kind of the energy that we've been putting out since the beginning. Where it's everyone's just trying to learn. And um, I just want to say, yeah, thank you to everybody who's been following us along this journey. It's been awesome. It's... it's um it's humbling. I'll
1: tell you that. It really is. One thing that I've I've absolutely loved this past month on Twitter is we've been seeing a lot more engagement. And we've been calling out and congratulating and telling people to be proud of themselves about sobriety. And we've gotten more people responding to us telling us about their sobriety journey. It's just been – that's been incredible. That's that's so much fun to see that. It gives me the fu- a fuzzy feeling right now just thinking about it. Like, that's so cool. I know – when I started, I kind of felt a little bit isolated. I kind of did it to myself, though, but at the same time, I didn't trust myself. Um, so part of episode 50, we have people jumping on um, who are new, we are growing this community. 50 is a big number. So we thought that this would be a really great time to kind of do a little bit of a soft reboot. Um, tell our stories, talk about ourselves so people can get to know us a little bit better. We had and the first of the year we started recording video um the rest of ours are just audio format podcast and you know a lot of a lot of it in between <laughs> there and here there's been a lot that's happened right so yeah. you don't if you don't want to catch up we don't want you to feel like you have to catch up so we're going to kind of do talk about ourselves here talk about why we started this podcast and um uh, yeah that's kind of going to be our show we'll see how how long we go, how short we can keep it, if we can keep you guys engaged. So, Mons, Ooh. here's the question. Untapped Ooh. keg. When you first heard that name, what did you think?
0: <laughs> um, the First thing that I thought about was a keg that was yet to be tapped. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 honestly I, that's honestly what I thought about a keg that has yet to be tapped, or but obviously in 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 the sense for our um, our podcast or our lives, a keg that should never be tapped. Because obviously we understood that alcohol cannot come with us, could not be on our journey towards bettering ourselves. That's the reason why we wanted to start this podcast is to share that with the rest of the world, share that for those who may be suffering in silence. Provide some encouragement that it's okay if you're struggling with something, um, that it's okay if if you feel as if the substance abuse um, may be getting a stronger grip on you. As in It's not okay to just sit there and not do anything about it, but you're not alone with that. We've provided um, content of, of how to reach out for help, um, how it was for us reaching out for help, how difficult it was, so Back to the original question. Now, when I think about untapped keg, I think of more than just a keg that has yet to be tapped. I think of journey It's the first word that pops in my head. Community is the ne- next word that pops in my head. And uh, connection. Those three. Those three words. So very different uh, viewpoint when I think about untapped keg as opposed to when I thought about it at first. So that made any sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it did. It did make sense. Um sometimes so. I think you're a little hard on yourself. You make a lot more sense and a lot more good points than you give yourself credit for. So <laughs> maybe that's something we'll work on in year two. Maybe um, absolutely. what about yeah. yourself? Yeah. I mean, you know, coming up with a name is not easy. And we talked to Nick from Kneebrace Radio about it last night. And, you know, he was mm-hmm. talking about they were looking up to see kind of you know, what was available. I really, I really like that name. I think that name is really clever. So to come up with something that's clever that we really want to do a podcast about sobriety. We wanted it to be serious. We wanted to be vulnerable and let people know that we feel the same way that you feel. Um, You're not alone. And obviously we have come to terms that um, a substance had control of our lives. And we, accepted it as you know as what it was is a weakness right it's um something that we can't do and um so when the first what what the first name we came up with was after drunks but that wasn't serious (laughs) enough i'm glad you talked me off of that because it's just not serious (laughs) enough for what we wanted to get into Um, we wanted to also keep it light and talk about our lives so it's like okay what, you know, we still are social creatures. We still go to like, you know, we still go to bars. We still hang out with friends. We still go to events that have alcohol there, but that keg is always untapped for us. It's always, it's never there. So if we talk about untapped keg, you know, that makes, that does make a lot of sense because we were beer drinkers. Right. Most of the time. I mean, obviously, we, whatever, whatever was there for alcohol, we would have, but right. I mean, um, I think both of us, are the bulk of our drinking like happened around kegs. <laughs> yeah, so. and, and, and
0: binging too. Yes, yeah. yes. Binge, I mean, we were binge drunks, binge drinkers for yes, sure. Yes,
1: that is exactly what I was. So, um, yeah, that's that's what I went there. And, you know, it's come to kind of, what it's come to mean to me is just wanting to put more positivity in the world to let people know it's okay to make mistakes, just admit that, you know, you weren't right. It doesn't, you don't have to admit that you're wrong if you're not ready to do that yet. Just admit you weren't right and there's a better answer or something like that and grow as a person. Um, I feel like the past, It's. On, I feel like it's only been like three years that I've really grown um, as a, you know, to where I am now and I don't think I'm I'm where I want to be I want to continue to grow I want to continue to get knowledge um, but for those who don't know I'm RJ Zimmerman I'm an alcoholic I have been sober for seven years a little bit more and uh, this is this is our podcast untapped keg pretty that's pretty
0: sweet that's pretty sweet i like that i like that reintroduction hey guys my name is monte ball and i do identify as someone in long-term recovery <laughs> recovery date august 1st 2016 and it's been one heck of a journey man um it's been one heck of a journey one thing i want to mention is just how because i'm starting to see more and more people um reaching out to me reaching out to us on that cake page just saying like you know based on what we've been saying they've been really thinking about maybe needing to make some changes in their lives and stuff like that. And that's just awesome. That's awesome. And I think the people who do do that need to give themselves more credit because um, it's not easy. It's not easy going through that self-reflection process. It's not, it's not Um, self-reflection process. Essentially what you're looking at is you're peeling back the layers yourself. It's not an easy process. It's not an easy process to admit your faults. It's not an easy process to, admit your faults to your family members or to your loved ones, what have you. And then obviously not an easy process to reach out for help. Um, So it's one heck of a journey. It's a beautiful journey. And yeah, again, I'm in long-term recovery from alcohol. I'm a recovering alcoholic and I will stay a recovering alcoholic.
1: I, one, one thing. So, I have been a line technician uh, for a local utility company around, you know, in the Wisconsin area uh, for seven years. So right before I started my sobriety journey, I got my job. Um, So I work on high voltage power lines. So when I say I went to Iowa for work, uh, there was a huge storm that went through Iowa. It was like It was basically what they equated it to was either like a a 30-mile-wide tornado across the entire state or like a Category 5 hurricane that just came straight through the state. It was the devastation. I mean, I'm going to say the word incredible, but, I mean, it was just there were no words. Like every single tree was snapped off, but um, helping people, like that's where – I feel um, I get the most joy out of right um I'm a parent of two young boys um I am married to your sister that's why you my brother in law um mm-hmm. I've dated your sister for eleven years now It's uh, a long time um 11, 12 years it's been it's been a little bit but um yeah so that I you have your family has seen me before I was sober and after I was sober yep. and a little bit in between. Um, you saw me when I was pretty poor, you know, mm-hmm. couldn't make ends meet really at all, and then now because um, I decided to follow this career, uh, you know, we doing really well for yourself. <laughs> have have a have a family, you know, together. Uh, partner, my partner and I are you know holding down the fort um she we own a daycare together in the madison area and she runs it she does everything like i basically if she needs plumbing help i help with like the very like minimalist lo- knowledge that i can i usually <laughs> go to like menards or home depot and ask like hey this is what i got to do what do i need and then they kind of walk me through it or i look up on youtube <laughs> um, I have done some electrical, which I actually know a lot about. So that part I feel kind of good about, but then I've also right. like, I put together all the furniture and everything. I'm like the handyman, except I'm not very handy, you know? <laughs> um, so that's a little bit about, so my kids are three and one and a half. Yes, they are. T- tell they us, are. tell us about yourself, months <laughs> Absolutely. So,
0: um, yeah, you guys. So, you know, it was a little difficult for me after I decided to retire from the NFL to really figure out what I wanted to do. Uh, I mean, to be honest, there was a lot of changes, a lot of significant changes in my life. That being realizing that I have to get sober, and then realizing, wait, what am I going to do? You know, whoa, 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 you know, how am I going to make this transition? Excuse me, transition into corporate America, um, and so. Um, Long story short, after, you know, going through therapy and realizing what I need to do and then kind of doing a lot, a significant amount of self-reflection, I understood then after a few um, nights of really doing some deep, deep thought that I need to just stay into the recovery world, um, figure out how to help individuals who may be struggling with what I struggled with. So that's what I do today, working for... An organization, um, the Wisconsin Voices for Recovery, where we just provide resources, help, education, um, connections, linkages um, to community members who are seeking recovery or allies who want to help people who need recovery. um, Just really creating that bridge um, from the resources from the university community to combat the opioid crisis. And obviously any other drugs and alcohol, of course. So it's, um, it's a conversation that's obviously an ongoing one. We're trying to figure out ways to continuously break down the stigma, break down those barriers that people face. Uh, and really just shed light on just providing diversity within community or excuse me, within recovery, diversity within recovery, um, just so that we allow for everybody to have the same uh, access to resources. So that's what I do today. I'm very passionate about it, obviously. (laughs) I can get long-winded on it. But it's it's a beautiful journey, and it's what I want to do. But most importantly, most importantly, I do have a child. I have a son who's four, going on five. uh, Going on
1: 15. Right. (laughs) My goodness. I don't know. He got brains from mommy because, oh, my goodness, that child is smart. (laughs) He is very smart. I do –
0: I do say, yeah. So his uncle, so his mom's brother, he, he got a. He, he's very, very intelligent. He's got scholarships to Notre Dame for school. Wow, so very, very intelligent kid. Um, wow, good knowledge, right? And so my son, yeah, he 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 is very very intelligent for his age. But my goodness, he, yeah, he's he's, he's, he's a
1: personality. Name hmm <laughs> he, is, he is fun. He He's is a fun. firecracker.
0: <laughs> right? But other than that, I like to play video games. I like to really watch movies. I really like to write. I love to... in the stock market a little bit, just little
1: penny stocks. <laughs> you like know. to dabble in a lot of different things. Right? And one thing you really <laughs> like to dabble in is conspiracy theories. So... Ooh. A I'm while back we had MC Squared, which was Monza's conspiracy corner, and mm. uh, that was that was a little bit of fun. We might bring that back every few episodes to see what he has to talk about. So um, you got uh, perseverance. I do. On Mars, I do allegedly. love allegedly. Allegedly, I do. <laughs> I do enjoy listening to your conspiracy theories and then like talk you out of them because they're so crazy. <laughs> I remember one time you asked me, so if the Earth is really flat then or no what what was it if it's really round why can't you see like forever or something like that i don't know it was you were talking about flat oh, earth I theory
0: bullcrap and like that. yes you did yes you simple, did simple of, of the planet. <laughs> uh, debunks that uh no, nah, but I I do be thinking about some crazy stuff. The some 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 crazy stuff like.
1: I'm not saying this to demean you by the way. I'm just trying no, to no, show no, we'll people we do have, you know, it's fun. We do fine. we go serious and then we try to bring it back with some, some like stuff. So, some
0: of my conspiracies are
1: Sometimes you make me think to have to debunk them, <laughs> which I appreciate.
0: Like I, you know, the other day I was thinking like, you know, what if you know that crater that hit you know, our planet that wiped out the dinosaurs was really us living on Mars, trying to figure out what was on this planet. But our satellite like blew up or something.
1: Yeah, I don't know, dude. But. I've heard that theory before, and uh, have you really? It it is it is a thinker. I'm not gonna lie, it is a thinker. What if so, we're just jumping back and forth from Earth <clears throat> and Mars? Well, we don't know it. It's not. It's <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that, but now I mean maybe we're going home. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get back there, so. <laughs> <clears throat> starting so starting this um reboot, when it came to drinking, and you know, when I knew I had a problem, um, or I suspected I should say I had a problem, um I I didn't drink like a lot of the time, but when I drank, I drank a lot. So I would go like a month or two between drinking. And but when I would have over two drinks, I would drink all of it, oh yeah, I mean, you know, and that meant if I was at the bar, I would stay until bar closed and you were throwing me out like um if that that meant I had a thirty pack at home, I would drink a thirty pack by myself um if that that meant like whatever I had, I drank until I think I cannot remember the last time that I drank before I went um, started on my journey. And admit it to myself that I can't do this. I don't. I can't remember a time where I wasn't blacked out. I blacked out every single time I drank. And every single time I woke up in the morning, I thought, who do I have to apologize to now? And no. um, I wanted to get serious in my relationship with my partner. There was no possible way I could get serious while I was drinking. I was just. I would. I don't. I don't know why sometimes i would hit on other women in front of her like i would there was mm-hmm. i had issues i st- not that i don't anymore but um every yeah. every time i got drunk i i don't don't know who that person was i was embarrassed to that person i um i would be like super needy and like sticking to people even like i couldn't get social cues like get away you know like uh you know and that was that was my guy friends that was you know women i had just met like stuff like that and it just i i was a sleaze ball like I absolutely was a sleaze ball i couldn't i didn't want to i couldn't continue being that person and um being healthy in the my mind like it it was it was a poison it was it changed who i was as a person and i did not like that person i couldn't look at myself in the mirror and, and be proud of what I was looking at, right? Um Yeah. Yeah. I can I can I can agree
0: for sure with with I can say something very similar. I mean when, you know, for me to start out, I, I already mentioned it, I was a binger as well too, and it was time to party. It was time to party. It was my mindset was Every party was going to be the greatest party ever. That was my mindset. Absolutely. When meaning invite as many people as I can every single time and purchase as much alcohol as I can every single time uh, and drink as much as I can every single time. Um, there was no that's why I know that I'm a binger, because there was no I couldn't control it. There was no. OK, I think I'm going to just go out for, you know, hour and a half, maybe two hours just to see a few people, maybe have a few drinks and Uber back home. No, it was always okay. If I'm going to go out, uh, you know, I ended up staying out till about, you know, for six to seven, stumbling drunk somewhere, then waking up hungover somewhere I'm not familiar with. Uh, That was literally my routine. And so then obviously getting into relationship with that same mindset, I was just toxic. I was just an extremely toxic person. And I can most definitely uh, speak on that RJ when you're talking about, you know, not being able to look at yourself in the mirror. Uh, that was most definitely me, not a good person. I was an, I was an asshole. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. I was a very arrogant prick. <laughs> same. Not, not a good person um, when I was under the influence, but when i was not under the influence i was this happy smiley fine person kind of because obviously i was still always thinking about getting drunk but i knew that i had to make a change though i knew that i could i had to get out of that cycle i had to get, i had to do something obviously winding up in jail of course it was eye opener for me like what the hell is going on so i knew that i i knew that i had to make a change Absolutely. And um, and I think with that change, too, is eliminating some friends from your life. Um, I eliminated a lot. I'll say that. Uh, I'm, and I'm not exaggerating. Um, RJ, I mean, you know. I, mean, yeah. I, I may have one, two, maybe, friends. And I'm very content with that. Uh, I mean, a bunch of associates, of course. But long story short, you just have to do a significant amount of cleansing. And that was that was what we both had to do. Yep, um, and I'm very glad that we did. I'm very, very glad that we did. Obviously, for our children, for our families.
1: I, uh, I, I was the guy who had a lot of, lot of friends, a lot, lot of text messages asking me what I'm doing. And then when I, you know, the first few times people texted me, I asked if I wanted to uh, go have some beer. Um, you know, that they, they stopped coming eventually. And I would say similarly, like, um, some of my friendships got a little bit stronger, but a lot, a lot of them, they just, they're just, a, you know, a little bit more an acquaintances now. Right. So yeah. I definitely agree with that. I know my first real test was I went with a couple of really good friends to, uh, Brewer baseball game. And anybody who knows anything about brewer baseball games, drink a lot of beer. Um
0: <clears throat> smell a lot of beer.
1: Yeah. In that stadium. So uh you know, one of my best friends, uh, he was there right there. Nope, he's not having anything. He doesn't want to have it, don't ask him. Like, you know, right there as my wingman being there, and he really helped me get through that. When I got through that experience, That kind of showed me that I can do this. I don't have to isolate myself from everybody. I can go out and still have fun and not have a beer, not have any alcohol. I can just be RJ and people still might want to have fun. I can still have fun. You know, I don't mind embarrassing myself. So that's not what I need the liquid courage for. (laughs) Yeah, I I needed that alcohol because I did not have a high self-esteem. I didn't have much self-confidence. Same. I didn't have much self-worth. Um, you know, I was Same. I was working, I didn't really have any jobs. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I didn't know um I di- I had no direction. I had no direction. And that made me feel really bad about myself. Um so When I would start drinking, I would hit a certain level, and then I wanted everybody to be my friend. I wanted everybody to love me. I wanted to kind of show through other people's joy, hugs, laughter that I, I don't know, that I was worth something. And I I still struggle with self-worth. I still struggle with self-esteem and self-confidence. It's something that I've had my entire life, and um, it's not – problems don't get easier, when you give up a substance, um, right. Some ways you do make it a little bit harder on yourself. You make it, you don't have that crutch. Um, one thing that I did, I had video games. I had stories to be able to, you know, fall into, to Mm. be a little bit of an escape at times. Um, and that I still use that today. Um, You know, sometimes you just need a little bit of an escape, but uh, I have been able to kind of, I've been a lot better. So I used to hide my emotions and be as stoic, you know, and uh, kind of impassive as possible. And now I'm trying to understand my emotions. Like when I'm angry, okay, what's making me angry? Okay, why is that making me angry? Like, what is the real reason for? what i'm feeling and trying to name that emotion because i'm still not great at it. I'm not i'm not very good at um emotional intelligence which we talked about a couple episodes ago. Yeah, but
0: yeah, i think it's i i think what yeah, exactly what you're saying is i can most definitely relate. I can most definitely relate. It's that self-esteem for me, i like a significant amount of self-esteem um um which is weird because that just goes to show you that, you know, addiction, unfortunately, does not discriminate. Um, and, and because, you know, being the, and I'm just quoting, you know, big man on all that, you would you would assume that I wouldn't have a self-esteem problem, but I did, was definitely did. Uh, and that's, you know, and when I would drink, it was as if I did not have to face that question. You know, why, what, what are you so... Self conscious about what's what's going on, uh, you know. I was able to drown that out. So to talk about RJ, what you mentioned about how, um, uh, you know, when you when you when you when you get away from your substance, it, it it does get tough. It does get tough because you're so familiar with, you're so used to. Your body is familiar with, you know, when you would get those thoughts, when you get those feelings, you can drown them out, drown them out with your substance, so you don't have to face them. But obviously now, not having that numbing sensation you have to face those emotions you have to dig deep and try to answer those questions you have to really do some self-reflection that again is not an easy process Uh, those who struggle with a substance abuse substance use that being you know the old monte the old rj we don't want to face that we don't want to Uh, and that's why our substance abuse or substance use was there to numb that process, to numb it, a numbing entity. Um, And now we no longer have it. So that is the tools that we talk about, guys, that you have to develop. Once you get away from your substance, you have to, now you have to face the music. You have to face those emotions. You have to figure out how to work through them. You have to. You have to figure out why you're angry. You may be angry one day and you don't know why. That's normal. <laughs> That's normal. Out of seven days out of the week, I think I'm probably just annoyed and frustrated and just agitated. I think four out of the days, <laughs> but those other three, I'm feeling great. <laughs> so you just got to figure it out.
1: What were you about to say? You about um, to say no, I, that was a real. That was a fantastic point. That was. It's so true. It's it's just it's so true. Um, going through. And understanding that, you know, you you need to learn how to deal with these emotions. Like I'm trying to teach my three-year-old, like it, it's okay to have big emotions. That's part of life. Um, but what yeah, you do good- with them is what matters. So when mm-hmm. you run away from them and you try to hide them um, through a substance, that's when – that's when – it's not okay. Like uh, when I, I think the straw came to a head and I knew like the year coming up to when I finally started my journey. Um, I would say that like I, when I woke up and I looked back at 18 year old RJ and I was more proud of that person than the person I was looking at the mirror in the mirror. Um, I felt like that person, you know, they, they had. They knew what they wanted in life, like that person knew what they wanted in life and was going towards that. And then my self esteem and alcohol and everything got in the way, right? Like I, I went to I went to college. The classes, it's not that they were hard. It was just um I I wanted to drink and have fun more. And I look back on it, I'm like, gosh, I wasted so much so much time. Like you know, just looking back in the time that just isn't there anymore. Like my twenties, I wasted them. I absolutely wasted my twenties. And that's a, that's a regret that I have that I won't be able to get back, but you got to start somewhere. And, you know, uh, if you feel like you wasted the time before it's time to start now to make it worth it, make it maybe, maybe not worth it, but make give yourself something that you feel worthy for, right mm. um it's it's never too late to try to be a better person to try to grow. I think that's one thing that like with the community with all of this, we're not gonna cast stones. we've been there, we understand the embarrassment we understand the shame and the frustration um we have absolutely been there we've we've made so many mistakes. Not everybody's rock bottom is the same, um, but everybody hits it. Everybody hits it. And as long as you're growing, as long as you're trying to be a better person, even if, even if that day you feel like you went backwards, you feel like you didn't make it, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a normal part of life. And just wanting to take that next step, that's, That's all that matters, and you know, cliches, cliches are, you know, somewhat based in fact, and they, sometimes you look at them and you're like, that actually does, it, it makes sense, it means something. So,
0: absolutely, it's it's, for us, man, it's one of those things where we say, you know, it's it's the better late than never. It's a cliche, but I'm actually glad that, you know, I I wish I would have sobered up. I was 21 or 22, but you know, sobered up when I was 25. Trying to do the math here, and it's still better late than never because now my child doesn't have to see that Monte, your sons don't have to see that RJ. Yeah, uh, so that's that's an important part. And then I kind of want to touch on something that you mentioned earlier where it's can't remember what you said, but what popped in my head, and I want to share this with people is. You know, to those who may be questioning, maybe in that purgatory state of, do I have a problem with it? Do I not? I don't know. I'm, I'm consuming as much as everybody else. I don't. Those are all questions that we all go through. And I guess the main question that you should be asking yourself is, are you using it to make yourself feel better? And that's just it. Do you feel better about yourself? Do you feel better emotionally? when you were under the influence than you do when you're sober. That's the question you got to ask yourself. Um, and only you know the answer to that. Only you know the answer to that. So I wanted to share that because I know that when I was going through the process, you know, I was, maybe I don't have a problem. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah, I don't think I have a problem. I can go this long without without drinking. Or maybe I, do I even need to stop drinking? I don't know if I, everyone asks those, themselves that question. Uh, and that's just really the question you have to be asking yourself: Is are you using it to feel better about yourself? Do you feel better? And if you are, and that's when you really need to start diving deeper and in, in figuring out a way to escape from it, kind of creating your escape plan. That that that's that's an important thing, right there.
1: Absolutely, is, and that's you know one thing to um, you know we both have been to therapy, go to therapy. Um, you know, mental health is is as important that was funny. <laughs> mental health is as important as physical health. So if your mind isn't right, your body's not necessarily gonna be right. Like, um, you know, we talk about holistic approaches. So if you have or are or are thinking about um, giving up a substance, like one thing you have to understand is, you know, you got to fill that time. You got to find a hobby because boredom is going to lead you back. Boredom's going to take you away from the journey. And, you know, we don't want to make it end all be all, right? Like uh, if you leave your journey, if you go somewhere else, if you take a detour, uh, you know, if you uh, fall off the wagon you know have have off. a drink that's there's you're not a complete and total failure you know it's just you just start so you start walking again start walking again
0: i'm so glad you brought that up because i think when, when, when I, i'm so glad you brought that up because that's such a great point some people and 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 a lot of people i mean i mean me early on you really get sucked into the you really want a, a big number of sober days. That's what you want, like 30 days. Yes. Ninety days. Yes. Three hundred and sixty five days. Yes. Now, let's see if I can get, you know, it, it's you want to see a big number. But like, I've been sober for that long. Although that is awesome. You know, to even break it down for hours, I've been sober for X amount of hours. The point about getting sober is realizing what you can't take with you for the rest of your life. That is what it is. Not the number, although the number is important. It is important. That's why we do posts, make posts, and celebrate with folks about it. But I don't want people to get just sucked into that number. And this is for those who relapse, those who may accidentally take a step backwards in a way. It's not necessarily a step backwards, but falling off the wagon. You can get back on because you still know that, the goal is to be buried on the journey of sobriety. That is what it is. Is that making any sense there? Yeah, absolutely. I don't, and- I don't want for people to be kicking themselves in the butt if they have three hundred and sixty-five days and then they have a drink or use or what have you. Now they're back at zero and that can that is, you know, discouraging. Oh my god, I gotta start. It's good to count the days, but it's the, the best thing about sobriety. The best thing about the recovery journey is understanding that. you're That's just what it. Is. Um, so I wanted to share that for those who may be kicking themselves in the butt for relapsing or what have you. No, you know, it, that's not the goal. Of course, you, you don't want to relapse, but it happens. It happens. But just understand that the entire goal is just understand that you are on the recovery journey. You are in recovery when you say you are. So that's just what it is.
1: And one thing, one thing that I want to touch on there too is it takes a couple starts and stops. Like I knew before I really started my journey that I had a problem and I would not drink for like months in between. And then I'd be like, you know what? I think this time I can have three beers and tell myself I can stop. You know what? I think I can go out for a few hours with the guys, have a couple drinks. I won't go drink for drink with them. And this time I'll be able to cut myself off. Like it, it takes time to real, to come to terms that no, it's just not for me. It was like, it was probably honestly more than a year of me going through that and realizing I have a, you know, I have an issue and then
0: people months around months.
1: you too yeah people around you too will be like oh you can do this come on like you know no this is this, you're you're giving yourself too much grief like you know you're better you're better than that there's nothing about being better than or more than or it doesn't make you less than
0: that's what what kills me is and this is such a great topic it's RJ, not a
1: character flaw too.
0: it's what kills me. And this is what people have to deal with too. You're going to have to deal with this. If you hop on the recovery journey, again, it's a process that you're going to have to work through. And then when you get to that point, you're going to have to, you're going to get to that fork in the road where you're going to get on the right path. You're going to take the right turn, but some of your friends can't come with you. That's just what it is. They can't, they cannot guys. Some of them can't because of exactly what RJ just stated. You will have some people who will be like, Oh, you're fine. I I never saw you really being a big of a problem, man. Everyone's just acting out and and doing crazy stuff and, and this and that. And that's what kills me is people are selfish. People are people are selfish. The individual making those statements are just missing out on the party side of you, the clown side of you, the the person who puts the on side the sideshows. The sideshow. Yeah, they're just missing out on that, which is a selfish selfish thing. You know. I, I, then that's why that's what you really got to think about. This person is saying all that stuff because they just want for me to party, drink, do drugs or what have you with them and because it's fun to them. And that's just what the process that you're going to have to go through, guys. You're going to have to face that where you're going to have to head down your path and you cannot bring some of your friends with you. That's just what it is. Period. You will face
1: that. And if you're on the journey, just starting again, like here's something that we say a lot that I think is completely true. And it's a selfish, selfish decision you have to make. You can't make this decision because of anybody else. You can't make it because of kids, partner, like trying to impress somebody. It has to be about yourself and wanting to get healthy. And if you, let's say you decide that you want to cut back on a substance and you're able to do it at a healthy level, like good for you. That's, that's getting, you know, that's starting a journey as well. Like making it so that you are healthier, being a healthier person. You don't have to be completely absent from that to make a healthier choice and, and be better, but it's something you have to do for yourself. Even if you do it for kids even if you do it for a you know somebody you're with a partner it's not going to stick it's not going to last if you make it for yourself to make a better make yourself a better person to whatever reason you do it for if you you look in the mirror and you're not proud of the person you are and part of it is because of the substance that you're using because of what you're doing that's it's time possibly to make a change with that substance and um, when you make that change for yourself it, it you it sticks with you you start that journey and you're more likely to stay with that journey than doing it for somebody else
0: absolutely good point very good point I'm glad you brought that up we we, we most definitely were harping on <clears throat> harping on that early on um because that is a good that is a huge point uh, most people right now would assume that we got sober we hopped on the recovery journey for our sons and and no, we didn't. We did it for ourselves. But obviously, by us being the individual who's in recovery. Our sons now can reap the rewards, the benefits of having, you know, a, a happier father, uh, <laughs> a father who's building a recovery community around. Him. Uh, you know, I'm saying it all just goes hand in hand. Uh, But it starts with you doing it for yourself uh, because no one deserves it more than you, period. That's just what it is in your life. No one deserves it more than you.
1: It's Um, the most selfless, selfish decision that you can make because everybody around you is going to reap the benefits for sure. Absolutely. And don't let anybody take it away from you. That's one
0: thing that you can that is yours, yours, period, because it's, 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 it's all about you. Your recovery is all about you. Um, how are you going to better yourself? And then once you get to a point, just like what RJ and I are doing, now we're helping other people to realize if they need to step away from it or, or what have you, if they have any questions that they would like our insight on. Um, but you're still, in a sense, you're building that
1: community, but it's also helping you. <laughs> it's it's, helping you. It's a lot easier when you go through not feeling alone. And that's what I hope that we... Have given people and we've gotten some feedback um, that we have let people know they're not alone that they're going through some of the similar um, feelings that we have yeah and Absolutely. you know maybe some similar stages and that's that's another thing like we're trying to build a community we're not just trying to talk at you we want to talk with you. we want yeah. you to give us feedback You send us a message on instagram Twitter, Facebook, we get back to you always we will always interact it may not be immediately youtube comments um you know we we try to keep up with it but also like we're two amateurs this this is something that we're passionate mm-hmm. about and we really want to do we're trying to figure out how to do this better so that you get the product that you deserve but we're also trying to um you know we have careers we have kids right. we have uh, other obligations so We're also trying to juggle all that. So there might be a couple hours, maybe a day in between, but we will always get back to you. And we love to hear from you. We love to hear anything. Whatever you want to talk about, send it to us. Let us know your days that you've been sober. We'll celebrate with you. Like there's no gatekeeping here. If it's day one, congratulations. You did it. You did it for that one day. Yeah, That 24 hours, it may have seemed... Like a tall mountain. And maybe it's a Saturday or it's a week or whatever it is. Like, you got to start somewhere. It's we all had to start there to celebrate yourself. Yeah. We
0: all had to start there. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful journey. Um, a beautiful journey. Yeah. And that was, that was that was that was that was yeah that was good. That um was good. I, I really
1: good. I really love it when you get into it and you start talking about beautiful journey because you just you think about you could tell that you're thinking and uh <laughs> believing, and yeah, I just I really I really like seeing that. So appreciate
0: that man. When, Same for you, man. It's it's I I honestly would not be in the position I'm I'm in right now if it weren't for you, my sisters. Uh, and my parents, I, I, I know for a fact all oh, you guys know that. So <laughs> I don't need to keep <laughs> beating that dead horse. You guys for sure know that. So, I
1: Appreciate mean, it. the reason that gave me this idea to do this is when you and I were out in the golf course, uh, your first few months to oh, a yeah. year of uh, <laughs> starting your journey. And I'd been yeah. on mine for a couple of years and just talking about it. And it's like, yeah, we, we relate. So, like, I want to do a podcast because... I listen to podcasts a lot. I don't listen to the radio anymore. I don't like the ads. And yes, people are going to laugh because there's ads in podcasts. But you get like 40 minutes of content before you get ads. And you can skip it. Radio, you can't. So I like kind of – it's probably been almost 10 years. I stopped listening to radio a lot, so I don't listen to music much anymore. But I listen to a lot of podcasts. So one of the people I listen to a lot was Chris Hardwick. And he's sober for 20-ish years, I think and i loved hearing his stories especially when i first started out and his stories like made me i related with them it made me not feel alone it made me have a sense of community and uh, uh made me feel like i'm not abnormal like it's you normal to that. yes you to and i wanted that. to create that and i wanted to create something more around being sober and not necessarily other things and then sobriety is there too because sobriety weaves itself into everything um it really does and all aspects so so um that's that's why i want to start a podcast and i kind of talked you into it and then yeah this is kind of where we are episode 50 i mean (laughs) this is exciting i'm I wanted I wanted to blow it out for fifty because fifty is a big is a big number and I um, haven't I
0: haven't done since retiring from the NFL. Um, I would say this is obviously this is a hobby slash this activity. I'm trying to think of an, another activity slash hobby that I've done for a year straight since retiring. Don't think I don't think there is one. I mean I'm not counting video games, of course that that doesn't count. My counting movies, watching movies, that doesn't count. Um, I mean, although it's a hobby, but you know what I'm saying.
1: Like, right? You can you kind of do that in your free time, kind of thing. Not like structured, uh yes. Like going out of your way to doing it.
0: was pretty awesome. That is a year, and it came up quick. I didn't even know until you. I I didn't even know until you posted it. (laughs) I was like, "Whoa!" It's like I guess so. God dang, we're almost done with February. so it's been awesome man and i guess now since the the last part of our episodes we always talk about video games so i know that for those who you know this is our soft reboot um we're huge into video games got a god of war shirt right there um we've been talking a lot guys about so when we started this um there was you know the announcement of the last of us 2 was coming out um you know, we started this in obviously around this time last year, and Last of Us Two came out in
1: June. Yeah, last
0: year, middle of June. Last, I'll year. look it. June I'll look 16th. it up
1: to verify, but I'm. I believe you are correct. I think I think June 16th or
0: June 19th. No, not it didn't come out on 19th. June 16th, I believe. But long story short, we talked a lot about that game to build up for Last of Us Two because obviously Last of Us, the first one, came out in 2013. RJ,
1: right? Yeah.
0: 2013 and so we're looking at a seven year span between the first one and the second one and, and we talked about that video game a lot and now obviously for the gamers out there you know that that's the most awarded video game of all time so um, it lived up to its height that's for sure So and we talked about God of War RJ uh, has been pushing for me to play that I still have yet to beat it but I will I told him a little secret I told him last episode I believe I'm a little too afraid to beat. To play more of God of War because I don't want another video game. I don't want a video game to be better than Last of Us uh, series.
1: And then I had to and, push you to play Last of Us, you and did. you, as soon as you did, you played you it did. right before Last of Us Part Two came out. You actually, we started the podcast and you hadn't played it, and then oh, you yeah, like yeah. beat it in like a week, and you—that's all you wanted to talk about for like right. four straight episodes was the Last of Us.
0: I forgot. I did. Yeah, I did not yeah. beat the first one yet, and then I beat it. And, yeah, I started. I started Last of Us, the first one, in twenty
1: eighteen. Yeah, I believe and I because I, I told I, you. Yeah, I had to push you to play that too.
0: <laughs> I played for like two years and then got back to playing it and then I actually got past a part that I needed help on, but I I was I was doing it wrong. I, I was I was doing it wrong uh, because I was thinking I needed, needed to do something else instead of just obviously just just doing what I needed to do. But long story short. I uh, ended up beating it and loved it. Freaking loved it.
1: Uh, and then the second one came out, and <laughs> that game lived up to expectations. It was the it sequel. Did. We didn't know we needed it. Yeah, and honestly, it, we needed it. We needed to continue that story. We needed to see it. We didn't know we I needed they, it. I hope they keep it going. I do. Some people say, no, you don't need to I don't- some not some- I, I think they can. Keep That's how it I felt after the first one, though, when they blew me away. As long as they have a story, because uh, Neil Druckmann, the one of the writers of Last of Us and um, creative director, said that he had the story for Last of Us Part Two immediately after the first one ended. So if oh, wow. he still has that story, I want to hear it. I want to see those because they also did the Uncharted series. If people don't know, um, these are all Sony PlayStation exclusives. So PS4, PS3, uh, PS5. One great thing about the PS5 is if if you get your hands, if you're lucky enough to get your hands on a PS5, sign up for PlayStation Plus, which is $60 a year. A year. You get 20 games for free that you can download and play at any time. And one of them is The Last of Us. And another one is God of War, which God of War 2018, it was a (laughs) soft reboot similarly to... Uh, what we're kind of doing here, and that game blew my mind. You go from somebody who's just angry, wants to punch and beat everybody up. They were fun games, cool set pieces, dragged on a little bit too long, in my opinion. Every single one of them did. And then God of War 2018 comes out, and I could not get enough of that game. The characters, Kratos, I love Kratos now. I I was kind of indifferent to him before. Like, the games were fun, but it was super button mashy they completely right. change the combat like it's so much fun and you'll find that out as you get deeper like there's so much so much cool and interesting things that they did with that game to make it fresh to make it new and right. um i'm actually gearing up to play it through again um because i watched you play it and i'm like i need to play this again and <laughs> um that yeah so it's it's they just had a ps5 next gen update so it looks even better
0: mm. and
1: i'm lucky enough to have a ps5 uh i had the game anyway but i'm yeah. really looking forward to that it's going to be it's going to be really cool um one i love bloodborne bloodborne is one of my favorite games of all time it's right up there with god of war because the gameplay is so good the gameplay is so fantastic. You gotta push yourself to beat that first boss. Once you beat the first boss, you get it. You get it. And if it's not the first boss, it's the second. You do get it. (laughs) But it takes a little bit. And it's not that it's hard. It's that everything has a consequence. Everything has a reason. And Mm. that's like the consequences will be if you you know aggro, you know, get too aggressive. And just try to beat something, even like the smallest enemy can kill you. That's the consequences. So, um, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's hard. It's just you're going to die a lot. That's what's going to happen. There's no, there's nothing wrong with that in video games, right? So, um, you just got to, got to be it. Just because I die doesn't mean I'm bad at the game. That's not how it is, you know? So just because you, this is like life. Just because you fail doesn't mean that you're bad at life. It just means you gotta take another step forward. You gotta try again. Get back on the horse. It's like I, I mean, like I t trying to teach my three year old son.
0: You either you either succeed or you learn. You either win or you <laughs> learn.
1: That's that's what I said. I I've, I've always said there's two choices. You either win or you try again. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um and again, yeah, you you don't want to play a video game where it's 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 too easy. You don't want to play a video game where it it doesn't really require. Well, much sometimes you do. Sometimes you do.
1: Um,
0: I'm talking. I'm, well, I guess. Let me, yeah, I guess. Good good point. Let me be more uh, specific. There, video games like the ones you're mentioning, like we're mentioning, Bloodborne, Last of Us, God of War. You don't want that to be a breeze through kind of game. You want some difficulty. You want some some thought provoking um, scenes, etc. Um, just because. That's the beauty about where we're getting into with the video games. This new movement with video games is completely different than what it was, let's just say five years ago, say actually about 10 years ago. Um, completely different world we're getting into. Um, extremely interactive. And uh, and, and it's, 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 a, it's a good time to be getting into video games right now. It really is. It really is.
1: Absolutely. And yeah, and there's just so much cool stuff going around around the medium. It's It's growing. Kind of how TV did, like all of a sudden it's starting to you know, really speed up and the stories you're starting to see are stories you would get from books, except instead of reading them on a page and imagining them, like you are doing the actions and sometimes they can force you to do an action you may not want to do, but you still feel that like you're picking it. And it really makes you learn a little bit about yourself too and how you feel when things are going. So the first time I played Last of Us, I didn't really, I didn't really feel what I was supposed to feel. I played it a second time, and after hearing how other people handled the game, like yeah. I felt even more emotions. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, before that game, I kind of played games to beat them. I didn't really pay. I loved little story, right? I loved story bits. I loved like little side stories that were put into the environment, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't pay attention to like small cues i didn't pay attention to music in the background i didn't pay attention to uh you know some i was more focused on the gameplay than maybe i was on side stories and stuff like that last of us changed the way that i pay attention oh, yeah. to that stuff now so like oh, my yeah. favorite game series of all time for sure is mass effect and we're getting a remake soon and i, I was super pumped i never played andromeda i saw the trailer and Made me so excited. I went in and I'm playing Andromeda right now.
0: <laughs> and
1: it's a fun game. I really like it. I wish they pared it down. I wish it didn't have so much filler. I I don't have enough time to put in a hundred hours to a game. That's ridiculous. All the time. So it's a really long game. But part of it is that I do all the side quests and everything, generally. Uh which are three I did not. I did as many as I could, and then I'm like, no, I just need to beat this. So um That game as well, that story, that story, that story hit me in the feels all the way through. There's three of them, uh, the first three with Commander Shepard, and that is really good. And I do enjoy, I enjoy Andromeda a lot. I like the story. I like what they did. So there are some things that I don't get completely, uh, how they mesh up in the same universe because I think they took some liberties, but you there, Mots?
0: Yeah. Where'd I go?
1: I don't know. Oh, there I am. There we Boom. go. So that's, that that, like, that's that's something that's actually. coming up too. So <laughs> <laughs> what what else you got here? What else you got?
0: Yeah. Um Rocky
1: League. That was fun. I want to
0: get back into Apex. I want to get back into Apex. Trying that. We've been I'm playing Rainbow
1: Six Apex. Siege. I really Rainbow, like Rainbow I mean. Six. Um it's just so different. And it's it's a slower pace. It's a lot of twitchy. Sometimes you get lucky, sometimes you don't. You understand you get right. shot, you're dead. Like that's what's gonna happen. Right. So um yeah, I, I like that different operators like what they bring. It's it's cool. A lot of laughter because we don't take it too serious. Right. It probably took me four years to understand that I don't have the time to put into video games that I used to, so I'm not gonna be good. I may not even be average, <laughs> and that's okay. It's okay. I'm still gonna get frustrated every once in a while if I'm beating my head against that wall but I'm not going to be frustrated if I'm just not good anymore. And that, yeah. that is what it it's is.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's. Cause we don't, we just don't have that time. We don't have that time to mm-hmm. put a significant amount of hours. And because we appreciate, um, you know, the ninjas of the world who who are really, really great at, I'm just talking about their gameplay, the way that they play video games, cause they're really good at video games. And uh, it we, we respect it because that takes a significant amount of time, concentration, et cetera. And we, we just, you know, we don't have that time to, uh, to really put into video games. So we just play just a, obviously you know, we want to be good at it, but uh, yeah, not going to bang our heads up against the wall if we're not the best at it. Um, we just want to continuously just touch on this community, creating the community, expanding it.
1: Absolutely. <clears throat> so, you know, with that, uh, I think we're winding down a little bit. Shout out yeah. to Bradley playing some Rocket League with us from the community last night. Hit us up on Twitter. <laughs> we yeah. brought him in. Uh, it was a lot of fun. You can do that too. I mean, you know, we like we want to grow this community. That includes playing games. Yeah. We may not be streaming when we play, but you know, we'll hang out. Um, shoot us a message. Twitter, at Untapped Keg. Uh, Facebook, @untapkeg. Keg. We have an Untapkeg Keg community there. Um talk about anything. Talk about whatever's going on in your life. Instagram is a great way to keep up. Untapped keg. We got untapped keg everywhere. We got really lucky. Untapped keg was not taken. Um we Yeah, we just we want to hear from you guys. We wanna we wanna hear from everybody. Like it's it's really fun hearing from all of you. Uh we actually called uh yeah, Someone <laughs> who was uh, at a hundred days and we celebrated with them and we talked about it and we didn't just lay it out like, you know, it's easy. Like it's not, it's not, it's a, it's a journey. It's a growth process. Okay. And, um, you know, we kind of, we're, we're, we're truthful about that. We want to be true. We want to be true to you. We want to be true to ourselves. Um, yeah. Thank thank you, everybody who has been there. Mm. From the start, thank you everybody who's been there along the way, and thank you for joining us now. Like, yep. that's the thing is, it doesn't matter. We're not we're not going to gatekeep. We're, doors are open. Join us at any time. Have fun. That's what we want. We want fun. We want positivity. And we want growth. So make a make a mistake. Absolutely. That's okay. Just be willing to admit it. Like, don't don't double down. Don't dig your feet in the sand. That's why we are with. Uh, a lot of anger in the world right now. It's it's okay to make mistakes. Let's let's spread the positivity, spread the joy, and um, you know don't be afraid to tell people you love them. So told that to my friend the other day, and he was kind of taking it aback. And it's true, right? And my brother and I used to not say it to each other, but we say it to each other all the time now. So don't let's let's keep the positivity rolling. So we have Discord, Reddit, Untapped Keg, on all of that. Uh, we try to stay up on Discord. We're not once again. We're amateurs trying to learn this all of this stuff. We're getting better every week. Uh, sometimes there's a little bit of a backslide, but we also have a sports podcast where we talk about fan control football league. We talk about a little bit about soccer, a lot of NFL, a lot of NCAA football. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we really appreciate everybody joining us. Uh, where can they find you, Monts? You guys can find me at Monte Ball twenty eight on Twitter uh monte Ball on
0: Instagram, and again our untapped Cake pages as well we're looking forward to reading your guys' questions topics what have you that you guys send us and will send us uh and we most definitely appreciate everybody who who's tuning in so appreciate it
1: absolutely you find me at it's trickster i t z the i and trickster is a one um you know i wanna i wanna thank another t v viewer a ten commander root. Electrical longboard, FTO payer. I have, I'm probably not saying that right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go with him. Il Dallara and Rubber Slayer. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, this has been episode 50. Thank you. Uh, here's the 50 more. And let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today because at least if we don't make it, we try. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe.